Welcome in everyone to Athens Best, the podcast and show where we talk about all things going on in the Olympus Smite League's top division, the Athens division. I'm your host, Alex, and this week we'll be talking about what's been going on in the Athens division. So for context, we just finished our fourth week of regular season play. We'll be going into the fifth week this Sunday. And at this point, we are at the halfway mark of season three of the OSL. So for this episode, we'll be going over the last four weeks, who's been performing, who has been underperforming, and who just kind of is looking to make a change in their roster, I think, going into this last half of the regular season, as well as who at this point has qualified for the playoffs. Later on, we'll also be going over the week five predictions of who I think is going to win their matchups going into week five. So obviously, with the success of Golden Apple, the regular season is officially underway. And with that, many teams have been playing their regular season games going in week in, week in, week out. And now here we are in our fifth week, after finishing our fourth week, obviously. And we have our top teams, our middle of the pack teams, and our bottom teams officially sorted out. And so now we're kind of waiting to see who can improve who will continue to not improve, I guess you could say. And so we will go over each individual team and their standings between the two different conferences, because as a reminder, there are two conferences and each conference has seven teams in it. So we'll go over from the top of the Troy Conference. The number one team right now is the Bards College. A 4-0 record so far, getting 11 points. Just a reminder, you get three, a maximum of three points per set. Three for a win. Two for dropping a game out of a best of three, and no points if you lose. But if you end up getting a game in that best of three, you can get a point out of it at least. So Bards College has currently 11 points and is the number one seed in the Troy Conference. They've obviously dropped some games at this point, at least one game to gain 11 points. And so their next uh, competition, I guess you could say, is the Hanford Heronets, who are three and one, but only have seven points. They haven't accumulated as much uh, maximum points, I guess you could say. They've been dropping some games here and there, and they haven't been able to maximize their points uh, as effectively, I think, as the Bards College. So seven points to the 11 points, but definitely with the last four weeks of regular season play, I think they have a lot of room to really grow and they have a chance at matching the Bards College going into the last half of the regular season. Next up, we have Kitsune. Kitsune is doing, uh, you know, middle of the pack. They're two and two in their record. Also tied for seven points though. So they've been doing a very good job of just getting those easy two, uh, easy two O's in their best of three sets. They've been doing a very good job of maximizing their points. Even when they are losing, they're able to usually get a game. So they're able to get one point in there despite losing in their best of three sets. So that's a good look for them so far. Definitely the top of the middle of the pack seated teams. But just a reminder, it's only the top two seated teams teams who automatically qualify for the quarterfinals. And so Kitsune have a lot of a lot of ground to make up. I think they are tied for points, obviously, but I think they need to start securing some more wins if they want to beat out the Hanford Hairnets for that second seeded slot. Next up, we have Jungle Scogs in the fourth seed, currently sitting at a one and three record and a current point total of four. And I'll also note that Far Out and Kittens with Mittens follow up respectively with five and six also both sitting at one and three records and also only amassing four points. And actually Underworld in the seventh seed is also one and three with a point total of four. So the bottom four teams are currently tied at one and three and all have a point total of four. So there's a lot of room for some of these teams to really grow in these next couple of weeks because also a quick reminder, the bottom seeded team of each conference will be eliminated after week seven. So we are taking away two bottom teams out of the conversation even for playoffs 
playoffs after week seven. At this point, I think some of the teams that could potentially improve are far out. I think they are starting to uh, solidify the roster that they really want to play with. They had a lot of roster trouble in the early weeks on of one and two. They had to make some trades here and there. And I think they've kind of started to find their groove as a new roster, as well as Kittens with Mittens. I was actually very surprised by Kittens with Mittens. They kind of came in with a, a new roster compared to last season. Kittens with Mittens, obviously the, the champions of last season. And I think they're looking definitely worse for where this season compared to last season the roster isn't as strong but despite that i still kind of expected them to come in a bit heavier swinging i, I was very surprised to see the one and three record uh, at this halfway mark for sure next up we have the the Akions conference number one of course is going ghost they are currently sitting at a four and oh record but only 10 points they've dropped a game or two here and there and there despite them getting the 100 win rate in their series wins so far so only sitting at 10 points compared to bard's college 11 points but they are the number one seed in the Akion conference which means currently they do qualify for the quarterfinals next up in the second seed we have royal jesters they're sitting at a three and one record but they've accumulated nine points they're very close to being able to match going ghost for that number one seeded team and i think it will come down to these two teams of who will be getting the first place uh, matchup in the Akions conference. I think it is between these two teams at this point. Both teams are looking very strong. Royal Jesters have had to sub out their ADC here and there. However, this past week they had their full roster and they looked very strong. They do have that one loss, so it's going to be up to Going Ghost to see if they can keep up these undefeated streaks going if of uh, the of their series wins and if they can make them a little cleaner. If they can stop losing the one game out of the three, I think they can really solidify themselves as the best team in this conference. Next up, we have Wailing Banshees. Wailing Banshees are currently sitting at the three and one record with seven points accumulated. So again, just dropping that extra game here and there despite getting your wins is really costing a lot of teams their full maximization of points. And so it's been very hard, I think, for teams to really push themselves to the next level. Despite having the same record as Royal Jesters, they don't have the same number of points. Next up, we have the crew. The crew are currently sitting at a two and two record, but they have six points. So very close to that Wailing Banshees team that is just ahead of them. So I do think the crew can come back and win against the Wailing Banshees for that third place in the conference uh, if they continue to get these sort of clean wins when they can. They're only one point behind the Wailing Banshees at this point. So if Wailing Banshees can't sort of clean up their plays for the wins that they're getting, uh, they're really going to struggle in the coming weeks for sure. Next up, we have Fagard. Fagard. One of the newer organizations to the league, sitting with a one in three record, four points accumulated so far. This team has kind of been struggling, but despite getting, you know, the one in three record, they are securing some good points here and there. Next up, we have Warriors of Albion in the sixth seed. Feels kind of bad for Hydra, who we talked to last episode. Hydra, of course, captain of that team, currently sitting at a one in three record with four points. And next up, we have in seventh place and last place, reminder, will be eliminated after week seven, the Flaming Tanukis, a team that I am shocked is here. I mean, the Flaming Tanukis was heralded as one of the top rosters going into this season and so far has just looked so flat. You know, they got the week one win, but ever since then, they've really, really struggled with their roster. They've had to have jungle subs in here and there. Swaga hasn't been playing. And so this roster, they really need to clean up their act going into the second half of the OSL Athens division. 
And that has been the recap for what has been going on these last couple of weeks of play. But now we have to go and talk about the week five matchups, because of course these do matter quite a bit, especially going into the final era of games. Kitsune versus Far Out in the Troy Conference. We'll go over Troy first, obviously. And just a reminder, we do have a cross-conference game as well that we'll talk about a little bit. So it's Kitsune versus Far Out. I think this will probably go the way of Kitsune. I think they are looking a little bit better right now with their roster. I think Far Out is making the steps that they need to to improve as a team. But I think Kitsune got this one, man. I, th I think they're just going to come out with a clean win. I think they'll probably 2-0 Far Out. Far Out can maybe compete, but I just think Kitsune are looking very good right now. Far Out, they've started to get their roster going together and working together uh, as a proper roster, as a team, honestly. But I think Kitsune just got this week. Next up, we have Kittens with Mittens versus jungle scogs I, I, this one's a bit of a toss-up i mean we talked about the records both teams uh really struggling i think this will be the turning point for one of these two teams it could go either way i wouldn't be surprised if if scogs are able to pull up uh pull up and just kind of absolutely destroy kittens with mittens with a strategy they aren't ready for that kind of feels like something the scogs can really do so I, I, I'm going to give it to the scogs i think the scogs are going to take the week five matchup against kittens with mittens Next up, we have Bards College versus Underworld, and I think this one's probably going to go to the Bards. I'm not a big Underworld fan. I don't, I'm not a fan of this roster. I'm not a fan of this team. I think the person who's captaining it hasn't done a very good job. I, I don't think that they're a very good team-oriented player, and so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bards College just take this one away from Underworld. Next up, we move on to the Akion's uh, conference across the way. Royal Jesters versus Feyguard. I mean, as I mentioned before, huge Royal Jesters fan. I think they're just going to take this one away from Feyguard. They're going to take all three points out of that game and out of that best of three series. I think this one's Royal Jesters in two. Next up, we have Wailing Banshees and Going Ghost. Going Ghost have just looked so hot these past couple of weeks. They are the number one seeded team in Akion for a reason, and they are the Golden Apple Tournament champions for a reason. This one goes to Going Ghost. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Wailing Banshees could take one off of Going Ghost, though. Going Ghost have shown that they have some weak points in their best of three series, so I wouldn't be surprised if Wailing Banshees get one, but I ultimately think this is going to go the way of Going Ghost. And now Warriors of Albion versus Flaming Tanuki. I mean, this is the week, man. If Flaming Tanukis are going to make a comeback, it has to be this week. It has to be. Because at this point, you're past the halfway mark. Flaming Tanukis with this star-studded roster have to compete. And if they don't, it's going to be over. Their season's going to be over. They're going to be gone by week seven. And Wars of Albion will be the ones to rise and move on to quarterfinals. However, that being said... I think this matchup will go the way of the Flaming Tanukis. I hope that they've solved their issues. I hope that they have their full roster. And if they don't, this will go the way of Warriors of Albion. However, I'm going to assume they have their full roster. I'm going to assume they're working with their full team. I'm going to assume they've sorted their issues out. I think this is going to go to the Flaming Tanukis in a 2-0 fashion. Next up, we have our cross-conference matchup. Hanford Hairnets from the Troy Division. The crew from the Akion Division. I think this one is ultimately going to go the way of the Hanford Hairnets. I think they are looking very strong. They're that number two seeded team in Troy for a reason. They're the ones that aren't sitting at that one and four record. But I wouldn't be surprised if the crew can make something happen. I do think the Akion Division is a little stronger than the Troy Division. And this is kind of what happens when you have these these conferences in leagues like this is certain conferences are often tougher than the other ones. 
And so I wouldn't be surprised if the crew kind of come out and be like, hey, this is why we're actually a really good team. Despite our not so great record, we're actually a really good team. It just so happens we're in a really tough conference and the other teams around us are just better. But your conference isn't as strong. I'm going to give this one to the crew, actually. I think that might be the case. I think the crew might come out and surprise us and surprise the Hanford Hairnets and beat them, probably in a 2-1 fashion. But I think they can do it. Well, that has been this week's episode of Athens Best. Stay tuned because playoffs are coming faster than you might think. And soon enough, we'll be talking about those oh-so-important playoff matches, quarterfinals, semifinals. Semifinals and finals are best of fives when we get down to it and those so-important elimination matches where you are playing for your tournament life. That is where it's going to get down to the nitty-gritty. That is where it's going to get to the oh-so-important matches, and that is where we'll see the crazy and wild strategies pull, pulled out with certain random gods that can maybe surprise people. Wouldn't be surprised if a team just kind of comes out of the woodwork and just defeats everyone. So it's going to be really exciting to see. I've been your host, Alex, once again here talking about the OSL Athens division. So stay tuned and keep up to date with that. And we'll be back next time.